Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Australian Jams. I'm Gemma Bastiani and today I'm joined by someone who I met for the first time at the start of the year before, uh, you know, when fires were happening, but before a pandemic was on. So better times, equally bad times, maybe. Anyway, I'm joined today by Nat Baser. Hello. Hey, Gem. How you doing? <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing great. How about you? Great. I am good. We just had a brief chat about how we're both pretty okay with isolation because we don't mind spending time alone, right? Yeah, I mean, aside from all the bad stuff that's happening out there in the world, yeah. um, I'm actually pretty all right with um, just spending a lot of time alone at home right now and getting things done and trying to be productive. So it's yeah. um, I'm secretly enjoying that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Just like just have your day to yourself. It's nice. So you've released a new album. We're going to talk about that at the end of the episode. But you've also oh, for those people who don't know you, can you tell us who you are and what you do? I'm all over the yeah. place today. <laughs> um I'm a singer, songwriter. I guess you could say I'm also a multi-instrumentalist, um Melbourne artist. And I write a lot of, well, guitar-based guitar indie pop at the moment. Yep. Who knows where they'll go in the future. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I guess in a nutshell, that's me. Amazing. And we met, I, I should clarify where we met. Um, you performed at the Australian Jams live recording at the start of the year, which was incredible. So thank you for joining us for that. And people can go back no, and listen you. to that. You should, because we talk about the strokes, right? We do, a lot. A little bit. It was a great night. I can't remember. It's all blue. It was, it was very really location. hot. Yeah. It was, it was re- like the hottest day, yeah, on record yeah. or something, was it? Um, yeah, it was horrendously so- hot and just I felt so bad for making people come out. But it was worth it, definitely. Totally. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I'm actually – the, the um, bunting that I put up at that that I made the night before – because I realized I had no decorations. I've actually got up in the studio now. So it's nice. I look at it every time I record now. And you can't see anything. You can just see me doing this weird arm movement, which is great. Yeah. Uh, we're doing well today. We're doing well. Is that the lighting? Like the, the 
the fairy the, lights kind of the little the... the little triangles that say Australian jams on the string. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. That was good. Yeah. So I might put a little photo of how it's strung up amongst some footy stuff in my studio now. Anyway, uh you have chosen three songs to talk about today. Would you like to kick us off with your first song? Yeah, sure. Um, I've been listening to a bit of Rolling Blackouts, Coastal Fever. Yep. Um, but a new album out, and this song is called Falling Thunder. It's from from that new album that's just dropped. Um, yeah, it's just pretty dancey, fun, catchy guitar hooks, um, catchy beats, and really great bass line. Um, I like I like their I probably like their previous album a little bit more, but I think this one's pretty rockin' too. And I think yeah. that was Hope Hope Downs in 2018. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is this is just something that kind of makes me want to dance in the kitchen or something. I don't know. Yeah. Falling for thunder. Sure. <laughs> um, I, I really loved the chorus harmonies for this one. And I know it's something that they do a lot and they do well and I just love harmonies, but I just think the way they hit in there it starts out as like a real rock song and then it becomes this kind of pop song in a way yeah. with those harmonies coming in and just like really morphs the song into something really different from what you anticipate. And I think that's something they do really well. Totally. And they make it seem so like effortless as well. It's just this really laid back harmonies that, yeah, just fuse together so nicely. Yeah, for sure. And the other thing I, I listened to it, through my laptop and then I listened through headphones and you hear so many intricacies when you listen to this one through headphones like they're very very deliberately done things like put something way back in the distance on on one side or something like that and it just adds so much to the atmosphere of the song too totally yeah you can you can like hear where the little guitars are panned way to the left of the yeah ear. yeah it's nice to you to appreciate that um, through headphones I love listening through headphones as well yeah I, on my last episode with Jeremy Neal he said two songs were a good headphone listen so maybe that's in my head now and I'm stuck on that stuff but yeah this one is a good headphone listen I think um you can dance with headphones on it fits both yeah. um should we hear a bit of it <laughs> yeah absolutely this is called Falling Thunder it's by Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever and we'll be back in a moment That was a bit of Falling Thunder by Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever. Poor Nat just had to deal with my life story in the break there. I'm really sorry. Um, let's... <laughs> Great to have some life. Yeah. <laughs> Context on my life. Um, my first song for today, I've chosen the new Earthboy song called The Night Took You. I, <clears throat> I've never... Been, been a big Earthboy fan, not because I don't like the music, but because I never really went and listened to it with intent, I guess. Um, I, I, it was never something I just put on. I probably had heard songs in the past that I didn't realise were Earthboy. Um, but more recently, we've interacted a bit because he's a really big Sydney Swans fan, and obviously I'm a really big 
Sydney Swans fan. Um, and when this song came out on Friday, it, it came out at midnight and Friday was when the 2023 Women's World Cup hosts were being announced at 2 a.m. So I was up and just waiting for this announcement to come. The Swans had just lost and it was just like a weird feeling. So I was like trying to find things to do while I waited for this announcement. And Gordy's album Mm. came out. We'll talk about that in a second. But then this song came out as well. So I was listening to this song. It was the first time I'd actively sought it out and listened to it. And I really, really liked this song. And when it hits that groove, it's just a really enjoyable track to listen to, even though the lyrics are a little bit, like, intense, I guess. Mm. Yeah, it's just a cool song. And I think there's a real message trying to be sent with it, for sure. Do you you think that um, because it came on around a time that you were anticipating this really exciting event, like, do you ever think, like, you know, the songs that tend to stick with people are, like, you know, the ones they kind of experience most, like, intensely at a certain time or they've discovered something at a significant point in their life or something like that. And do you think that maybe that helped kind of seg- segue you into, I don't know, Earth Boy music? That's a, or? That's a pretty good point. I've not li- not thought of it that way, really. But you could be <laughs> right. It was like, it was Best a really weirdly emotional night because my team had just lost and it was a really really bad day there was a bad injury all this sort of stuff and then we were getting like hyped up for this big thing that we eventually got so it was just that like the in-between moment and yeah. um yeah that's yeah i might have to go back and listen to it in a different way now just listen to it when i'm already happy <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> um but it's sick okay. and it yeah i i really really appreciated the lyrics and how relevant they are to a lot of stuff that's going on at the moment as well. It's just very insightful, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Should we hear some of it? Go for it. This is called The Night Took You by Earthboy, and we'll come back. And the day pulled me back from the brink, but the night took you. And the day pulled me back from the brink, but the night took you. If we live long enough, we fall If we live long enough, we fall If we have enough love, the damn will fall That was a bit of The Night Took You by Earthboy. I'm still uh, six months later trying to convince Nat to support St Kilda's AFLW team. I will do it someday. Caitlin Greiser it- will get you over the line. <laughs> sure thing, Jem. <laughs> um, you have another song for us to chat about. Yeah. Um, what should we play next? Um, so I've been listening to a little bit of um, Jess Cornelius. Actually, the first – I actually the, – the last time I was on your show and we were at Some Velvet Morning, I had yep. never heard it before. And really? I was – Getting like a cold beer because it was a super hot day that day. So just hot. That um, and I think it was one of the bar staff that um started chatting to me and we were just talking about you know artists we were listening to and he recommended highly recommended Jess Cornelius. So um, yeah, after that night I kind of like looked her up, started following her and 
um, discovered this song, one of her most recent, I think it is her most recent release. Um, yep. It's called Body Memory. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, just really fell in love with it. And, um, yeah, it's just got this sort of 80s pop synth groove. Um, I think, the, you know, the, the music leaves a lot of room for, you know, the story that she's she's trying to tell. And it's just a, such a really sad story, really. And I just love the lyrics, um, you know, this is just one line. Um, my body has, so I've just written it down here so I can remember. But my body my, has a my, memory and it won't forget. Uh, yeah, which yeah, is, I, I think, a powerful line. And, um, I mean, it could mean so many things for so many people, but I think it's just something that's really resonated with me and kind of takes you on a journey. So, yeah, cool yeah. song, cool clip as well. I think she filmed it during lockdown on an <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> there have been some good ISO film clips I've noticed. The um, uh, Sweater Curse one that I spoke about with Jeremy Neal last episode was sick as well. I loved watching it. Like, I got so happy watching that film clip. So, like, there have been some good ones. Um, oh, wow. Um, what's it like? It's just a whole bunch of musos on Zoom recreating oh, wow. a song. Yeah, in all different That's- ways. It's sick. That's genius, yeah. yeah. It's just like you feel part of the friendship group kind of thing when you watch it. It's good. Mm. Um, This song, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's got that kind of light and airy feel about it. If you're not concentrating what the words are, it feels like this light, airy song. It's got claps in it. It's got all these, like, bright synths and things like that. Then you listen to the lyrics and it's so intense and so dark. Mm. And, mm. like... I there was that lyric that you um, mentioned and then another one that I called out I was my own woman once and I was sure I was enough and it's just like Mm. the idea of that being spoken about as a past thing rather than a current thing is just like really confronting Mm. and yeah this this song kind of threw me for a loop as well it was pretty full-on totally but like and, and I think you and I spoke about this um, on stage actually at the last time we chatted this whole idea of putting so much of yourself out there and being willing to do it and then when we can play gigs again um, you know performing that to people night after night like that whole concept is so intensely terrifying to me as a non-musician that must be like it's not just putting a song out it's then having to relive it over and over right yeah, totally. And um, you know, just you're just vulnerable. You're just sort of making yourself vulnerable in front of strangers, I guess. And sometimes I don't know if you're writing really personal songs, you're also just divulging, you know, all your secrets yeah. to people. And I think you know, on some level, you kind of have to be okay with that if you're going to put music. If you want to put music out there, if you're making a con- conscious choice to to do that and share that part of you. Um, yeah, it's, it's not, you know, an easy thing to do, I guess, but, um, I've often found that that's how you kind of, um, find your, you know, confidence through your vulnerability. It's, it's just part of that journey, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, this song is probably emblematic of all of that for sure. Uh, let's listen to a bit of it. It's called Body Memory. It's by Jess Cornelius. I tried to tell you that I can't rewind 
heard a bit of Body Memory by Jess Cornelius. I have very unsurprisingly chosen a new Gordy song because I'm obsessed with this album and I I try really hard not to keep choosing the same artist over and over again, but I couldn't stop myself with this. Gordy is unbelievable. Uh, this album is unbelievable. Like To me, it's the perfect album. The layers in it, everything. Anyway, I've chosen Unready because at the moment that's the song that stands out to me most because um, in the 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 song was released kind of as a single prior, but it was a different mix of the song. So just like Aeroplane Bathroom, it's a different mix of the song actually on the album. So listening through this album, this was such a nice little surprise and this song I think is just completely incredible. She... It's, it's very catchy, it's very upbeat, but at the same time it does all these other things. And, it, yeah, the vocal layers are obviously my favourite thing. But, yeah, I, this, I think this song is emblematic of what the whole album is to me, which is just perfection. Yeah, I have no bias here whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Um, the album as a whole goes through so many different kind of peaks and troughs as well and it isn't it isn't just one note which I think a lot of people maybe expected from this record there are Mm -hmm. acoustic songs Uh, I mean Sandwiches is another really emotional personal song about her grandmother like there's so many things in this Extraordinary Life is a beautiful song so many different things you can take from this record as well and Unready I think um, sets all that up in a way. Mm. And I have I have the vinyl right here. Beautiful. Yeah. I love I love that. Yeah, I love the colors on that album. It's so nice, right? Yeah. Just love how that the red and the the desert kind of themed yeah, yeah. scene. So like well. Orange and blue kind of theme, but in a different <laughs> way to DMAs. Like DMAs are going that orange and blue thing as well, but it's different. I was yeah. kind of wondering whether that was like anything to do with her, because um, she 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 works as a a doctor as well. Is that right? She's a medical doctor yeah. as well. On the side. Yeah. And I was wondering that one piece whether it was like meant to, I don't know, reflect some part of that. But yeah, oh, I didn't I even think. think about it that way. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I'm probably I'm probably wrong about that. Um, just looking. Too far into that, maybe. <laughs> uh, she's just I, I interesting can't choice. Speak a bad word about her, and even the vinyl. Actually, the the record itself is orange and blue, so it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I am just gonna keep rambling if I don't just throw to the song now. So let's just do that so that you don't have to listen to me anymore. Uh, this is called "Unready" by Gordy. Cause I'm not looking at you 
just heard a bit of Unready by Gordy. Please go and listen to the full record. It's so good. Um, Nat, your last song for us today. Yeah, um, it's a song called Weirdo um, by Sweet Well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from an album I think she's just dropped very recently, within this month. Um, it's called, the album's called How Much Works. I think. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm so terrible with getting album names and song names, right? I just have a terrible memory for them. Um, but yeah, it's just this uh, really chill, cool track with um, some really cool electronic sort of drums. Um, I just love the organic kind of raw vibe of it. Um, and I think there might not, I could be wrong. It sounds like there's not even much guitar in it or maybe no guitar at all. I think it's mostly bass, bass guitar playing yeah. kind of like the low notes and the higher string, yeah, yeah the higher notes, um, which sound like a guitar, but I, I, I could be wrong. Um, but I, I think she is kind of known for that um, sort of thing. And, um, yeah, just it's just a song that makes a lot of room for um, the vocals and the lyrics are just so honest and um, so beautiful. So, yeah. Yeah, and the vocal is so close in the mix as well, isn't it? Mm, like it's, quite intimate. It's almost like if, you, if you're listening through headphones, it's almost like they're standing right next to your ear and just singing in, right into your ear. It's really like almost unsettling if mm. like if you're not used to that kind of thing and then you kind of sink into it a bit. Mm. Um, and also... I just really liked the simplicity of the arrangement. And I know I, I say simplicity in terms of there's not, it doesn't feel like there's a lot to it. I'm sure it's complex in the way they've put it together and there's a lot of intricacies to it, but it just feels very simple. It doesn't feel like you need to focus on too much. You just listen to the, the those vocals that are right next to your ear and just that is your focal point, I guess. Totally, yeah. I think sometimes... Less is more, and that's definitely a track that, um, yeah, really demonstrates that. Mm. Let's um, let's hear some of it. It's called Weirdo. It's by Sweet Whirl, and we're going to come back to talk about Nat herself. just heard a bit of weirdo by sweet well and my final song for today is nat Bazes higher places uh but mostly let's talk about your record is it offensive and loud which is an album name that i love so much and it's obviously from like to me yeah it yeah. is it's a line from the first track like to me yeah which is such a good song and um, you played it at um at Australian Jams live recording. This is your first kind of body of work out, right? Yeah, it is. It's my debut album. Yeah. How are you feeling about all that stuff? Um, yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked um with 
yeah, just being able to release something like that and the way it sort of came together, I wasn't intending to make an album. And so, you know, all the songs just naturally came came together over time. It made sense for all the songs to just belong to the one collection, the one album, because, you know, they're, they're, they're all based on stories and experiences and emotions that sort of happened during this, you know, just significant events during a yeah. period of my life. So it all made sense um, for them to be on the one album. And, yeah, I just found myself in the studio recording this album and thought, <laughs> yep, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. And do you feel accidental like album. accidental albums are the best kind of albums, aren't they? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Accidental debut albums are even better. (laughs) Released during isolation, even better. (laughs) How are you coping with um, having released this, like had this significant moment of releasing a debut album when you can't actually get out there and perform it live? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Well, at first I was um I mean, you know, it's it's pretty disappointing cuz you want to be able to tour on your first album. You want to play all those songs and get people excited about that and, you know, do it justice. And But, um, you know, I'm, I'm in the same boat as everyone else. I accept that. There's nothing I can do, you know, it's out of my hands. But I'm still really glad that um, I was able to release it during this time. You know, 2020 was the year that I really wanted to release this album because a lot of the songs were written in 2018 well most of them anyway yeah well and um I think I just thought it was time and I wanted to commit to that and to be honest I think it's not even it's not a really like it's not a bad time to release music during this time when everyone's in lockdown people are probably looking for you know new music new artists to check out so I thought why not and um there's just so many unknowns with you know the touring scene at the moment we don't I mean it was just couple of days ago that um, all the suburbs in Victoria were, um, you know, subject to all those lockdown restrictions and you just never know what's on the horizon. And with so many uncertainties, it just didn't make sense to put it off. Yeah. So, yeah, I just thought we'll release it now and we'll just see what happens down the track. Hopefully there'll be some touring opportunities. Yeah, that's a that's quite a good way of looking at it because, yeah, no one knows what's coming, so what are you putting it off for? Like, what do you, you don't know what you're putting it off for, right? Exactly. Exactly. 
What do you think, um, other than the touring aspect, what do you think you did differently than you would have liked to, given the circumstances? Um, I think it would have, I think it would have been nice to be able to, you know, um, do some interviews in person and head into <laughs> studios, like radio station studios and things like that. But because, you know, it's never the same when it's like, you know, um, yeah, having conversation over Skype or Zoom is never the same as having a face-to-face, you know, coffee or catch up with people. Um, but yeah, apart from that, probably not a whole lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, that probably yeah probably wouldn't have done much differently. Um, I might probably wouldn't have done those last two film clips that I filmed during ISO the same way, but it was just really great because um, having, I think, limited resources and you're working within all these tight restrictions, you can only have, you know, so many people in a room and stuff. That kind of forced me to be a little bit more creative with the film clips. Yeah. Um, and that was a real challenge. So I probably would have done that differently and it might probably probably wouldn't have turned out um, maybe as good because I would have just relied on a lot of things that were just a given um, yeah. Whereas, yeah, during COVID, it was just like we're working with tight budgets here, and and <laughs> and only have another person in the room with me because it, it was. I think we because we filmed higher places, um, the film clip for that during stage three ISO. So I literally could just have one other person in the room with me, and that was really hard. But yeah. um, it turned out well, I think, given the circumstances. Yeah. yeah, it's all these little different bits of creativity we're seeing come out, which I'm really enjoying watching. Like. Obviously, in an ideal world, we wouldn't have to do that. But it's kind of nice seeing all these other things coming out that maybe you wouldn't have seen otherwise. And um, I a couple of episodes ago, we talked about, I think it was with Essie Holt maybe or Nussi, someone. Uh, we talked about Ainsley Will's cover of a John Farnham song and how she had actually said on her social media that, had it not been the circumstances that everyone's in, she would have never released that song. That would have just been something she played live. And then we would have, if you didn't go to a show, you would have never heard it. And it's just like nice that we're getting these other things um, just to make this time a little bit more enjoyable. And we've got to thank creatives for that, obviously. But let's talk about the music itself. Like to me, I freaking love that song. I told you that when we hung out, in January, I it, it's such an incredible song. The rest of the album really does fit with it, though. It doesn't feel like the only single of the album and then everything else kind of just was put on there together. And Higher Places is another single you've released. How did that one come together differently to Like To Me? Um, I think... I'm not really sure about that answer, actually. Um, in terms of songwriting, yeah, I, I just wanted to play a bit more with reverb, re- like just more spacier, bigger sounds, just more dreamier sounds, and I thought it'd be really fun to do a bit more of a dream pop indie kind of single, which is a bit different to what I'd usually do, but it was sort of new territory for me. Um, so... Yeah, but it, it was. I was also just trying to balance that with trying to maintain that 
organic band ba- guitar bass kind of full band sound as well which is hard um just trying to incorporate a bit more synth work into that as well in the studio um i think it was the first time we tried um to use some bigger reverb effects and trying to um we ended up i think recording so there were some weird things we did in the studio so in the in the room that we were recording in um we had did all the bed tracking first and then we kind of played played it through speakers in a a larger warehouse which was outside that room and then re-recorded that to get natural reverb so you had the space the large space in the warehouse to make it kind of feel like a bigger room because the whole idea was um I really wanted like kind of like a prom night vibe to it and to, to make people yeah. feel like they're hall like a larger space um and then you know my producer and I was just yeah talking a lot about that and trying to figure out what's a way we can kind of transport people into that kind of world that kind of and bring that those ideas and those themes to life um and so yeah we tried some of that there was like we just had mics in in this in the guitar shop we were in so I recorded in a room above a guitar shop in Collingwood and we had just some which I probably should have led with to just give you some context. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we had some mics kind of just set up outside the room we recorded in as well as inside and um, played around, with, just tried out different ideas with that and it's sort of become like a mix of all that in the actual, in the final mix. We kind of incorporated all those little recordings in there. So you probably wouldn't be able to pick it out just listening to it. It's because it's very, it's very blended. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's incredible because it definitely, as soon as you said, like, high school prom vibes, in my head straight away it clicked because I had written down that it's dreamy and it's quite open and all this sort of stuff. But, yeah, it, it is that high school prom vibe, isn't it? Like, you can imagine that in an 80s TV show of them filming prom and you're fl- swatting away a fly and... Um, <laughs> It fits Why perfectly. There- <laughs> Why is there a fly? Um, no, it fits perfectly and it just adds to the – I love hearing that backstory of how you made that happen because as a layman who just listens to music and, and appreciates it but doesn't record it, that's so fascinating to me. You're not a layman, Jem. You're totally not. Oh, no, I am. It's fine. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was a really, um, it was sort of new territory for me too. So it was pretty fascinating to be able to, and, and just really fun to be able to try out new ideas and do things out of the ordinary like that. And um, yeah, somehow it just kind of came together and it worked worked really well. Um, we were also just thinking it, it sounded a bit like, you know, the um, the series, the Twin Peaks series. Yes, it had kind that's of had what I had in my head as well. Holy and, shit. Yeah. Yes. So, so yeah, that's how we ended up doing like a bit of a film clip that was um, themed around David Lynch's Twin Twin Peaks as well. Yeah, we ended up incredible. Yeah. Um, before we get to listen to a bit of the song, I want to also yeah. mention the album art. The that photo is incredible. It's so beautiful. The colors in it are beautiful. Who did you work with for that? Uh, Benjamin Joel, who also plays bass in my band. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, that photo is stunning. I love it so much. Oh, thanks. It, it was just taken in my apartment and um, there's like a time, um, we call it the golden hour, when, you know, the sun 
comes down and you've got like just really great natural lighting um, and we had some blinds we were just playing with and um, yeah that was that shot was just taken during golden hour incredible I'll definitely blinds. be sharing that photo on Australian Gems Instagram because you know how I feel about album artwork anyway uh, let's <laughs> listen to a bit of Higher Places and we'll come back and you can mention what you got coming up just heard a bit of High Places by Nat Vazer, who is here with me. Well, here with me in spirit. She's in her own apartment. Uh, we're on a Google Hangout. Oh, uh, Nat, now that we're wrapping this up, can you, have you got anything? How can people find you? And at what have you got any like live streams coming up or anything that people can tune into? Yeah, I've got a few um, pretty exciting live streams coming up. Um so on the 8th of July, I'll be um, live streaming from Jet Black Cat Music's um, Insta. Um, I'll be doing like a duo show for half an hour from 7.30 to 8. Um, and so just follow, you know, uh, Jet Black Cat Music's Insta to tune great, in. Great, great Brisbane um, Records store. Excellent store, yes. Um, and Rocksteady Records, also um, a brilliant record store in Melbourne on Lonsdale Street. Um, I'll be playing there with my full band on Friday, 10th of July. And that's from 6.30 as well. We were initially looking at um, doing that as an actual live gig as well, but I think with the lockdown restrictions, it's just going to be too tough um so we've decided to keep that purely as an ig live stream so if you head over to rocksteady records as well and follow them on insta um you'll be you'll be able to tune in from 6 30 um and i'm if you want all the details as well uh hanging out a lot on social media these days because i'm also (laughs) in lockdown so yeah feel free to hit me up on you know ig facebook twitter all the platforms all the platforms and it um, I will also link all of that in the show notes below so it's very easy for everyone to find. I'm really excited to tune into those as well, especially because they're two different style of show, a duo and then a full band. It's going to be really fun. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Thank excited. you so much for joining me, Nat. I really appreciate it. No, thank you so, so much for having me. It's been I- great catching up. Yeah, and talking about footy again. Um <laughs> Congratulations again on the album release. That's so huge. And um, we'll catch you on Instagram Lives. Um, What have I got coming up? Um, Nothing really. Just Siren uh, Sport, Women in Sport newsletter, if you want to keep checking that out. I've also got some footy articles coming out on some other platforms soon but I'm sure none of you are interested in that stuff. So I'm just going to say I've got nothing coming up and we've just got more international marmalade coming next week for you all. Um, I'll wrap this up. Thank you, Nat. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks.
ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 